Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Penn State Recruiting Show. I'm Thomas Frank Carr. We are coming to you live Monday, 10 a.m., because there was so much stuff going on. This weekend, Penn State had so many players on campus and to break it all down, give you the names that you need to know and make it all make sense. We have our experts, Sean Fitz and Ryan Snyder. They're coming up on the BWI Recruiting Show. Blue White Illustrated never sleeps, and uh, this past weekend, these guys definitely were not taking a break because there were over 50. I'm going to go with over 50 because I don't know the exact number. We haven't caught up <laughs> about the exact number. Over yeah, 60? Fire. You said 60 coming into the weekend. Whoa! All right. Well, that's exactly why we need the show because even I need to get caught up on some things. They were busy this weekend tracking down information and getting it all to you, so uh, it was a blast to start recruiting weekend uh fits with that many people on campus this is rivaling a like a game right how did this weekend go we're gonna go with over 90 is what we're gonna go with which is just kind of insane for a nominal weekend in march of course penn state the way that their academic calendar is set up this the uh the uh spring break is of course a little bit earlier um so it kind of messes things up like other schools are hosting guys the first week of March. Penn State kind of can have a couple guys in if they wanted to. But spring break starts. Nobody. Everybody's leaving. Whatever. So they get back. They start spring practice a little bit later than most schools, which is fine. You know, you can get your 15 practices in and still get a spring game by April 15th. But that kind of like loads up the queue so to speak, in terms of uh, in terms of visitors. So 90 of them coming in, you added a last minute uh, addition of maybe 10 guys from California that bumps numbers up a bit. And I will say it's it's really interesting because Ryan and I doing this for a long time. Um, The lack of no shows this weekend is great. Like there's there's nothing like crazy to like goes that goes into this. This is not like a an indication that Penn State's doing wonderful and everything like that. It's just like most most times when you've got 10 guys with an offer, seven of them show up. That's just the way it is. You're dealing with high school kids. You're dealing with parents that are giving them rides, coaches that are giving them rides. Things fall through when you're trying to travel to central Pennsylvania on a Saturday. It happens. Uh, This week, not really that case. Uh, Penn State had a lot of guys that they planned to host, and most of them made it to campus. So it was a pretty good showing for, for the staff. 90 guys, 95 guys is a lot like for any weekend. I mean, that's, that's a decent game weekend, like a, big 10 like a middle of the big 10 type game weekend but uh the quality was there quantity was there uh diversity was there i think 15 states represented a bunch of guys from california kids from wisconsin and florida and just all over the map so just a huge huge recruiting weekend and it seemed to have gone smoothly um which is uh which is what you want coming out of that dead period getting into that march uh march active period uh ryan not a sign of good or bad but uh 
a place you want to take advantage of and, and Fitz saying it it went smoothly how how many players did you have a chance to talk to in general to get an impression of how the weekend went what, what was your takeaway mm -hmm. from how players felt about their weekend at Penn State yeah so well, one thing I want to add on to Fitz before I get into that too is like 90 was the number I was promoting 60 like if you if you saw Thursday Friday I was promoting 60 like there were 60 like these guys are going to play FBS football. And like, that's, that's the number I, I like to pound into fans because you know, there's a lot of friends of friends, high school teammates, things like that. Uh, guys, like the only thing that really beats this list, Sean, I mean, I, what the whiteout game, maybe a couple blue white games, I but mean, like, it's better than any junior day. It's yeah, better than the, is the, the blue white game, the lash bash and the whiteout. Like that is the three. And you know, this list, while it's probably not going to be the same, like I look back at the list that we did last year for March, uh, March 24th or something like that. And there were 45 kids. And a lot of those guys were uh, transfer or like Hunter Norzad was a commit at that point, a bunch of commits from the 2022 class were that, you know, guys that were getting ready. So double that easily. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's atypical for this time of year, but they got it done. We this was the biggest spring practice I've ever seen. Right. Would you agree with yeah. that? Sorry, T Frank. I apologize. I cut you off there. But like, okay. I, I can't think of a spring practice visit that, that or crowd, I guess you'd say, that was ever bigger than this. So that, can, that's just the one thing I really want to show. This is so dumb. But you can go back to the Tom Lemming photo shoot that he had in the spring that one time with Damar Hamlin and Nitor Gross Matto, you know, just uh, a ton of guys. Paris Ford were, were up, and Miles Sanders. So like going back to that. And I think that's the last time we actually got to, uh, be in the building with recruits during a spring practice because people were taking like up in their grill taking photos and that's not really permitted <laughs> by rules. I don't think it was you. No, I'm joking. But, uh, usually, you know, usually so, I'm one of the ones that bend the rules. I'm, I'm joking. So like on. it took it took the Lemming event to get that kind of crowd in for a spring practice. This time it's just a spring practice. So um, pretty impressive showing is what I would say. Like all things considered, I don't I don't know how many of these guys they land, especially from from the West Coast, but like pretty impressive showing regardless. Yeah, that's one thing that I want to stress to people here live in uh, the chat because we want to talk to you today. We want to get your questions and some of your thoughts about this certain situation. I'll try my best to come up with some good ones to ask for these guys. Uh, but if you want the full information, um, the place that I check when I need to get things before I ask these guys directly is bluewhiteillustrated.com on the Lions Den message form, the class of 2024 thread, the class of 2025 thread. If you don't know what that is, sign up now, $10 for uh, four months of access. Or this is the other thing is like, yeah, you get $10 uh, for four months and that's a great deal, but you're going to want the whole hog. You're going to want to, you're going to want everything. So if you just sign up for a year now, then you get insider access to recruiting information. Uh, you get to uh, get premium content, all that stuff. I stress the message board because that's where where, that's where you really learn stuff, but these guys do a great job with premium articles too. So if you're not a, a message board person, all the information is available for you. We're going to go through some of the stuff they wrote this weekend and some highlights there, but not the full picture, not the full package. Uh, you got to go to bluewhiteillustrated.com to get that. Um, also, uh, want to get uh, just a quick, if you if you got a fact or two coming out of this weekend, uh, fits uh, for me while I vamp to get something else ready. Is there something that uh, is there something like a, a quick fact or a quick player that surprised you this weekend? Well, we we didn't really go in expect. I mean, everybody wants to know about the commitments. No, we didn't expect any commitments this weekend. I don't think there's anything that we you know anything shocking coming out of this weekend. Penn State 
help themselves, certainly. But with the way the calendar is right now, you've got this period in March and April. Well, I guess March um, where you've got the unofficial visits. You can start taking official visits in April, but most guys will wait for that June window to open up to to get there. So um, so we're kind of in an in-between time. I saw someone wrote last week or I'm, I'm not even sure if it was our network, maybe um uh, some guys I used to work with, but like, where are the commitments right now? And this is a nationwide thing. Penn State's sitting uh, at five commitments, I believe, off the top of my head, um, or maybe four. That's that's a bad look for me. Um, but uh, that's why it's a live show. Um, but not huge. Like the the class is not big right now. And you look across the country, and it's kind of the same way. Waiting to get those official visits, and with NIL playing in more with twenty the twenty twenty four class, I think some kids are just kind of sitting and waiting back to see how it goes with some other guys and you're not seeing as many junior day commitments, February commitments and, and, and things of that nature. So I think you're kind of setting the table for the spring and summer. So that's where we're at right now, but still Penn state helped themselves in a few different spots. Um, I think I know where Ryan's going to go with this, but you get Brian Robinson back on campus, the Ohio defensive end. And I will say that his decision is going to be something that's thought out like they're going to take a bunch of visits they've already taken a bunch of visits so i think he's been to penn state like eight times already so um he's been on campus a lot but i think the changeover from dion or from john scott to dion barnes is something that matters for brian robinson i still think michigan's in a strong point there but i think getting dion barnes into a full-time role dion was one of the first guys to reach out to uh to to really i guess recognize his talent if you will and, it, and that's kind of stuck with brian robinson so i think penn state really helped itself getting on getting guys on campus getting them in front of dion barnes and seeing how it works with the uh you know with the full-time gig because it's different it's different recruiting you know james franklin said it was different for him to be a like a coach aside from a GA from what he's been so used to. That's the same with recruiting. I mean, he's now running the show. He's the one running the meetings um, up front. He's the one getting it done. So I think that that is the biggest takeaway um, is getting guys in front of Dion Barnes. And that's going to happen all spring through the summer, whatever, but getting those guys in front of those new position coaches to sort of make a splash. Ryan, we'll get to you in just one second, but first, are you ready to leave the corporate rat race for the American dream? Are you looking for a side hustle while working your current job? Or do you want to diversify, build wealth, and maybe even leave a legacy? Check out my perfect franchise. Andy Ludecki is a franchise consultant with extensive experience placing people like you with a perfect franchise to manage. Had a chance to speak with Andy uh, about a month ago when we were talking about this, and he became uh, the full-time sponsor of the Blue White Illustrated uh, recruiting show. And uh, he started doing this during the pandemic because he wanted to give people on message boards, people he had known for a long time, a new opportunity at life. And uh, he uh, his his services are free to contact him. And you get into the uh, the the meeting and you learn about the franchises. This is not just placing you for order to a different place where you can go make a bunch of mistakes. He wants you to succeed. So he gets to know you, your interests, you are in a financial situation and how much he can better your life by getting you the perfect franchises. His service is 100% free and he's here to help if you have any questions about business ownership. Check out Blue White Illustrated message board or email Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net to get started today. If you're watching here live on the show, you can see his contact information there on the screen. Uh, for people listening on the podcast, 404-973-9901. My Perfect Franchise, thanks to Andy for being sponsor of the show here on the BWI Recruiting Show. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, 
Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ryan, want to get to Brian Robinson because I know you, you've had a relationship with him for a while. Um, you you felt this one out. How are you feeling about things that Fitz was talking about before we got uh, to all of that? Yeah, well, what Sean said was spot on. I mean, one thing I don't think I realized was how impactful Deion Barnes was. Uh, and that's really, I think, what Sean and I looked yesterday, or learned yesterday uh, when talking to people. Uh, I'm supposed to interview Brian later today, so I haven't done a, a full interview with him yet. But just from talking to people we trust, this is a Michigan-Penn State battle. I feel pretty safe in saying that there will be other schools probably that that get official visits. But, I mean, all you have to do is just look at uh, – you know, the last, what, handful of months. Uh, and, and it's pretty much just been Penn State, uh, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan, just going back and forth to those schools. So that feels like where that's trending. The other thing I would say is Brian Robinson's almost 260 pounds now, uh, which yeah. you know looks great. Sean, is he a D-end? Is, is he going to be an interior guy? The D- D- Deny Dennis Sutton is the easy comparison, I would assume. Yeah, I think that's the the low-hanging fruit there, and that's the one I'm going to take. I think he could play D-end. Like, he's he's physically put together. He's he's far advanced, like, physically than his peers, which is, you know, kind of the way Deny was um, or is. Um, so I, I would make that comparison. I think he can stay on the edge. But, yeah, I mean, that weight at 260, uh, we get updates on his dinner on Twitter every day. So he's eating a lot. So I'm, I'm sure <laughs> he's today. putting on quite uh, quite a bit of, uh, you know, good mass. I mean, the kid he looks amazing, no doubt. Um, but I'm very curious to see where that stands. And does he just become a big defensive end? He's got some some twitch to him. He's got a lot to like there. But, uh, yeah, that that is one of the questions. When you're going into your senior year in high school, when you're 250, 260 pounds, you know, nature's nature's got something to say about that. Nobody, uh, nobody's going to get mad at a 275 pound defensive end if he can still move. But we'll see how, like you guys said, see how that goes. Uh, got people in the chat loving the morning show, guys. Good morning from Robert Bosfield. He's a regular here on the show. Glad to see he's made it here to the morning. Uh, Tom says morning, liking the morning show. Uh, yes, we're going to be going live at 10 a.m. That is our uh, time we, we pulled the message board. We've done extensive research. We have looked at all the facts and figures, and we're starting at 10 a.m. Um, if we uh, want to go to 11, we want to go to noon, we'll have all those conversations. But for the spring here, we're trying this out, wanting to see how people uh, respond to the morning show. So if you are enjoying this and you want this to stay at 10, tell your friends. Spread the word. Blue White Illustrated, our live shows coming to you Monday and Wednesday at 10 a.m. Uh, when things get thick and heavy, we'll be adding shows Thursday, post-game shows, all that stuff. But right now, Monday, Wednesday is our live format. So that's what we're getting to. Next thing we're getting to, um, Ryan, is that uh, you had five players that you wanted to keep an eye on this weekend. BlueWhiteIllustrated.com, full information for that. By the way, like the video if you are here. That also helps with the live show. Uh, but Jameer Grimsley, tell me about a little bit about him and maybe some of the other guys, don't have to give all five, but some of the other guys that you found interesting this weekend, maybe some information you got or some things you heard. Yeah, well, I mean, they're all key guys. So whether we discuss them now or at some point in the show, I feel like they're all going to be discussed at one point or the other. I mean, with Grimsley, uh, 6'2", what was it, 185-ish, I believe. Uh, it's kind of the numbers we were getting on him. Uh, that looks very similar to what Joey Porter Jr. did uh, back in the day when he was coming out of school. 
uh, ran eight. What was it, Sean? I think a ten eight five is his, is his hundred meter time. So he has that verified speed. Uh, he's back in, uh, of course, running track right now. So we're going to keep getting more uh, hundred meter times on Grimsley here uh, moving forward. But uh, I think what fans need to know is he's absolutely one of Penn State's top. I would say five cornerback uh, prospects somewhere somewhere in that ballpark at the moment. Uh, visited Auburn before coming up to Penn State. He has uh, additional trips set out. I believe he's going to go to Alabama here soon. Uh, he went to Florida State uh, earlier this month as well. Those those schools kind of feel like they're in the mix. Sean, am I missing anybody? I'm trying to think. Is there another school? I think North Carolina is in there as well. Um, okay, really good prospect. Like you're not going to hide a six two corner. Like that's the thing. Like he, <laughs> right. a six two corner that can run like that. And by the way, it, it's hysterical because you look at the corner that are bringing in if they're six foot and above penn state is selling the joey porter if they're six foot and below penn state is selling Kalen king and they both can work that's uh <laughs> that's the beauty of this recruiting thing so they really really like jameer grimsley this weekend um you know they they're they're gonna sh- you know shoot for probably a bigger corner uh kenny woosley is not you know uh he's not six two you know he's about five ten so balance that out a little bit uh diversify your room and uh make that work and, and they would sure love if uh jameer grimsley was would uh uh, would be a part of that. I think they're in position right now to get him back on campus this summer for a, uh, oh, hey, Kenny. Uh, Kenny, Kenny just, uh, Kenny. just uh, commented <laughs> on the live buddy. show. So hey, bud, what's going us. on? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so I think you can compliment that room. Kenny's really good. And I'm not just saying that because he's on our, our in our comments right now, um, but you you can diversify that. You get a 6-2 corner. You're, you're going after those guys down in, down in Florida. Grimsley's there. John Mitchell on the other coast. Uh, a couple of other guys in there. But, uh, hey, man, Penn State's corner recruiting right now, very, very good. So they're going to continue to try and make that, uh, make that work. Uh, another guy that I was uh, – when I'm behind the scenes producing, I have a hard time not getting super excited about guys uh, and then throwing my thoughts in the chat. Now you guys get to hear it live on the show. Uh, I, Ryan, I think you brought up Malachi Williams a couple weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. very impressed with him. So I know he was one of the other, another one of your guys on the list. So, um, any feedback from him, uh, this weekend? We just asked Kenny. I mean, he's a Philly guy. Kenny probably knows more than me right now, right? Kenny's, Kenny's, Kenny's recruiting Philly hard. I uh, appreciate you joining us, buddy. Uh, you know, what I, what I would say there is that's another Dion Barnes connection, right? Uh, beyond's from that area. Uh, the, the coming into the weekend, the thought was, Hey, this is our opportunity to really, uh, press that, uh, coaching change and, and, you know, uh, with, with Dion being the guy who, um, if Malachi were to come here, should be uh, overseeing his uh, ent- entire development. So there's a very close relationship there. Dion was really kind of on him from the beginning. Uh, not that John Scott wasn't, but D- anybody in Philly, Dion's kind of the where they start. Him and Terry Smith, of course. I don't want to leave Terry out of that. But uh, look, this is another guy who went from but zero offers a handful of months ago. And now he's up over two dozen and uh, has every school he wants. So he's going to go take visits. I mean, that's the important thing. And, and until he goes and takes visits, it's hard for me to uh, pencil him in for Penn state or anything like that. But this is certainly a guy from the feedback Sean and I are getting that Penn state. Absolutely. I don't want to say expects to get, but they are going to do everything they possibly can to make sure he's part of this class. And if he were to commit somewhere else, I can promise you that recruitment will not end until uh, everything's signed. Uh, a couple other important names from this weekend. Then I want to get to the the California players that made the trek all the way from the West Coast to Happy Valley this weekend. But uh, quarterbacks always are important to talk about. Cutter Bowley, I believe, class of twenty twenty five. What was the what was the story with Cutter Bowley, and how did that go this weekend? 
I, I'll take it, Sean, just because I did yeah, the interview. Um, I, I apologize. Yeah. I threw that out. I threw a, just a grenade <laughs> out to you guys because I wasn't sure who I was reading when I read about that earlier today. I've already you, talked you over you guys. Me is that it's a great 2025 quarterback name, Cutter Bully. So <laughs> that you, is just it is. If you look across 2025, there's a bunch of those names. Just you, you, you know what I, you'll know what I mean when I see it. So, but uh, yeah, he's a he's a good prospect, uh, Ryan. You talk to him, so I'll let you go with this. Yeah, I mean, just I would the, the couple things I'd say is one, he was at the whiteout game, right? So that was his first visit for Penn State. So that's a great impression. I would say out of the 2025 guys right now, Yurchis probably has him in his top three or so, uh, just when it comes to contact, because those 2025 guys, you know, they have to initiate conversations right now. It's not like the 2024 class where coaches can call them and, and build those relationships. So uh, the impression I've just gotten so far is that seems to be one of the more consistent relationships. Uh, of course, Cutter's ranked number two in the country right now uh, when, when you look at the 0-3 industry rating. So he's going to be a top guy, uh, whether he stays that high. I mean, the 2025 class is still getting worked out, but I think it's safe to say he's definitely going to be like a top 100 recruiter. So uh, he's from, I think it's like Hodgenville, Kentucky. Uh, he plays in Lexington, uh, Lexington Christian right now. But my point with that is he's from kind of rural Kentucky. Uh, so he was really raving about state college. <laughs> That's what Sean and I know this all, we hear this all the time. You either get guys who are like, where am I with state college? Or they absolutely love state college. There's, there's kind of, um, there's, don't get me wrong. There's a middle ground, but just yeah. guys, a lot of guys get up here. Sometimes they're like, you know, they never, they never seen cows and things like that. Right. So he's, he's, he really kind of enjoys that setup and everything. The, the one thing I'll just note with cutter though, is he's already visited like over two dozen schools. He's got a handful of visits coming. So I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves there. Uh, he will be back at some point. I wouldn't be shocked if he's here in the summer. Wouldn't be shocked if he's back for a game. Uh, this it's 2025, so this recruitment is going to drag out quite some time now. Uh, I've been to Kentucky a bunch. I know Tennessee, Michigan. Uh, I believe he's told me he's going to Florida State soon. Uh, there was one or two others. I apologize. don't remember exactly off the top of my head. But um, just, just a guy who's been incredibly active. So it's good for Penn State that he's been here twice now. But when you pull up the on three visit center, you'll see, what, five visits to Tennessee, three to Michigan, three to Purdue, five to Kentucky. Like, he's just all over the place, So uh, which is a good thing. It's great that they're being very active with that stuff. But – uh, I would I would think Penn State should be top 10 from there. But beyond that, it's hard for me to really say much more. We'll, we'll see how that one goes and how that develops. Of course, we got to find out what happens with the class of 2024 at quarterback first, which is as as intriguing as interesting. I don't know if there's anything uh, coming out from this weekend about that, but I do want to move on and get to uh, the California contingent because I find this endlessly fascinating. Uh, guys coming um, from the West Coast to Happy Valley and uh, fits consistently coming, right? So what was the uh, what was the feedback from these guys? And just for people that are new to this storyline, can you just quickly recap uh, how this has been playing out in this class? I would say as consistently as you could hope for a 3,000-mile trip. Penn State has now right. hosted, um, I believe, nine of the top 20 prospects from California in the class of 2024, which is just, it's crazy when you think about how hard it is to get to state college, especially now they've come in batches, you know, they've come in groups. This group this weekend came with a group called NIL sports and prospects. So kind of a sponsored trip. They hit Penn state stopped at Pitt on Sunday. They're at Ohio state today. So these guys are getting around seeing a bunch of schools. And this is kind of how it works with, with those guys on the West coast. Uh, great group. I mean, just you look at what was out there. TA Cunningham, probably the headliner there, defensive lineman originally from Georgia. Ryan and I have talked about him on the show before he was the one that, uh, 
transferred from Georgia to California, had to sit out most of his junior season um, because it was he was deemed ineligible for from NIL standards and, and, and things of that nature. But uh, I think Penn State has a great relationship, sort of kept up with him while he had to sit out. That was pretty hard on him personally. So uh, I think that stuck with him. So it was his first time getting to campus. And I think it I think it made a difference. Like, I, you know, the odds of Penn State going out and signing any of these California kids are not great just because of distance, because of logic, a lot of things uh, going against them, but they made a positive impression. I think uh, they're in the mix for Cunningham for an official visit. And really that's all you can ask at this cycle. Um, you go through and I mean, I was writing this preview the other day and I get this list uh, from this group and it's just like, Hey, everyone's really good. Everyone's top 100, top 250, whatever it may be. Um, and even the guys that didn't have offers, you know, eventually left with offers from Penn State this weekend. So there's a lot to like there. Uh, just before we came on the show, Aiden Breland, top 100 defensive lineman, tweeted out an offer. Uh, Kingston via Mew Asa, and I, I'm sure I've butchered that um <laughs> standing ovation he, he liked his trip Sorry. uh he was on or he was offered last week by penn state um but uh yeah there's just a, a lot to like there are a ton of talent um these guys were out i believe for the ohio state game in october kind of a different different batch of or different subset of this group um so it's i don't want to say it's easy for them to get here but it's easier than you and i booking a round trip state college to los angeles type situation so um pretty cool pretty cool it's it's relationships um it's something that they've been working on for a long time the recruiting staff of course um and jerry smith has some contacts out there but uh to get that group on campus this weekend is pretty amazing now will it turn into anything it's hard to say but uh you know you gotta you gotta fight the fight to uh to try and get in there philip bell is a i think a composite or an industry uh five star or close to it um 2025 kai the one that sort of catches my eye jet white has been on campus a couple of times now um and this is a guy he was i believe his third time ryan uh put up the, put up mm -hmm. the, the list there um but came to a spring practice last year came to a game that ohio state game and now was on campus he was a usc commit 2025 cornerback backed off of that in january i believe he actually committed to the old staff before lincoln riley got to usc so like a he was like a freshman commit there um but uh it's it, it's like that's that's the battle right now it's just get mm -hmm. these guys on campus maybe you can catch their eyes something like that it's not going to be a situation where california ever becomes a reliable recruiting territory for penn state it's just too hard to get here um but uh yeah you you can if you can pick off one of these guys every couple of years then you're you're in a pretty good spot uh, let, me, Tfrank, let me jump in real quick sure Tfrank, can i jump in real quick yeah. uh Sean, this group has been going to Ohio State for how many years now? And they weren't coming to Penn State. And now they're coming to Penn State. And I think that's just like the one thing I want to set into fans is, you know, the, the, this group, it, these are all sponsored trips um, to different schools. These are big, big time uh, Catholic schools out in California. A lot of them are sponsored trips. Uh, again, they've been coming to Ohio State. I don't know if it goes back to Urban. And probably, yeah, it definitely goes back to Urban. Uh, and like I said, you know, the, really the the trip there for the Ohio State game this past season. Now you got this trip here. It's just it's just good to see that, hey, you're going to come all the way out here. You're not just going to stop in Columbus anymore. They've been going to Ann Arbor, too, I want to stress. You know, they're, they're making their way to State College. So uh, I think that's just a, a positive sign for Penn State moving forward. They, they may get some guys. They may not. Uh, but the one also guy I wanted to mention, Sean, John, did you mention Cameron Jones, the running back, 240? Not Beast. yet. We have a segment coming up to uh, to talk oh, about. Oh, I should have read, read it. All right. Go You're ahead, the one Dave, that put it like... in there, Ryan. <laughs> I know, I did. Steve, Stephen Light, uh, always love that Stephen's here. He gives us a super chat donation. If you want to uh, put something in the chip tip jar like Stephen, always appreciate that. He says, thanks as always for the content. California, real stretch, but even one would be great. And I think that's really kind of what you guys are saying is, 
um, this is how the process goes. And Penn State's finally the next step of the process of getting these visits on campus. And if you don't get five guys, but you get one, maybe in a, in a great year you get two, but these are high-quality prospects. Most of these guys, as, as Fitz said, these are really good players. So even if you land one, that kind of helps with if the region isn't good, still working your way towards that top 10 class. Is that a fair way to kind of contextualize this? Yeah, you got to be realistic. I mean, it's it's three thousand miles away. Like, yeah, the, the, it take it, it, as I said on the board this morning. It takes a special kid to to do that. And for these guys, most of these guys have USC offers, have offers from all over the country. So they've got the options that are a little bit closer to home, a little bit easier for their parents to get to, things like that. So you got to keep your expectations in check when you're talking California. I mean, what is Penn State signed Coa Farmer? Is that it? Since James Franklin was here from California, I'm just trying to research that. <laughs> I'm just trying to. Um, re- no. I think Coa's the only one I can think of. Yeah, yeah. Lydell Sargent was years before that. Uh, Zach Wasserman, you know. So like, it's few and far between, and that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And especially like, if you are going to pull somebody from California, you almost have to concede that they're not top of the top. You know, you 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 know, you, do you take a three star from California and then? What does that do for your home base? Like, who are you taking him over in your your own region? How's that going to hurt you? So there's so many things to take into account. Um, you know, I think, like, I'm thinking back a couple of years, Court Williams was a guy that I think f- fit that mentality. Like, he could have come here. He went to Ohio State instead and played safety. Um, but, like, it it's going to take a special type of kid to make that trip couple times and come away and thinking and, and get away from USC, get away from UCLA. I don't know that Big Ten expansion really – helps Penn state in this situation, maybe a little bit, but like, um, you know, that it's, it's more distance and logic than anything than, uh, than big 10 appeal. Like it's, I don't think a kid with a USC offer is going to say, well, I can still have my parents see me play at USC when I play Penn state every three years. You know, I don't think that's going into the throp, the thought process here. So a lot of things that sound nice, but at the same time, you got to keep the uh, expectations in check there. Uh, our final segment new here on the BWI recruiting show as we've said, 90 people on campus uh, this weekend and a lot of people getting offers. So to help keep track of all that, we are going to break it down for you here on the show. Whenever there's a new new surge of offers, we're going to get to this new segment beyond about the future of Penn State. There's a lot of excitement. This is a really, really important day to a bunch of young men and their families. Like first step beat. in recruiting. Yeah, Look right. At that imaging. That was nice. fantastic. I like it. I did that all this morning uh, while I, <laughs> my hair was on fire trying to get these highlight uh, clips ready. So I, I do my best work on when I'm panicked. Uh, we've got a lot of names. So where do you guys want to start when it comes to the guys that you find intriguing out of this latest batch of offers? Sean, Ryan, me? do you want to go first? What do you, yeah. Yeah. I'll, Ryan, I'll, 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 go, go I'll go right to the, the obvious two because, you know, Offers are funny. You, you, everybody can get an offer if they want an offer, but it, it, it ultimately doesn't matter. Two guys in the region, like Penn State's got to be wary of who they offer in the region, to be honest with you. Um, Luke Reynolds and Aiden Lynch. Those are the two that just jump like right off the page for Ryan and I this weekend. Um, you know, he was a guy that, uh, or Reynolds was a guy that was a quarterback. Um, now he's going to play tight end camp for Penn State. Did a really nice job at camp for Penn State, but it's kind of in that Tyler Warren mold where like, He's a heck of an athlete at quarterback, but he's not a college quarterback. Dante Reno, the South Carolina uh, quarterback commit, 
transferred to his school. So he's going to play quarterback. And now Reynolds is going to be able to play that athlete receiver tight end role, whatever. Um, so there's a lot to like with Luke Reynolds. And if you take a look at how Penn state has recruited, not only that position, but like guys in, in new England, in that general sense, like it makes a lot of sense that Luke Reynolds would end up in this class. So like, this is a, a one of those logical data points where um, it makes a lot of sense that, uh, that Luke Reynolds is a guy to watch coming out of this weekend. For sure. Crazy athletes. Uh, I love watching these by the way. <laughs> Yeah, that one hit there when he on the on the on the sideline there where he trucks that guy. I was going to yell yeah. there, but I didn't want to cut off Sean. But uh, but I mean the the other thing I, I mean when we look at the tight end board, I did a notebook on this last week. I mean just to get to the cliff notes, there's Brady Prescorn, there's Caleb Bodum. They both should take official visits to Penn State. I don't think either of them are truly 100% leaning this direction. Caleb Bodum's been great with Penn State. He's a top prospect out of Georgia. When he set that Penn State official visit, he didn't hold an Alabama offer and he didn't hold a Georgia offer. He now does. So. We'll see where that goes. Crazy how that works. Yeah. It are... feels like George is doing this on purpose. <laughs> it's like an extended I mean, he, scouting I, staff is the entire it, Penn State scouting department. It's a copycat business. And with offers these days, I mean, you're just trying to get your foot in the door. So, like, yeah. you know, it's worth the paper it's printed on, those verbal offers. So, yeah, like, it, it is funny, though. Like, it does happen so often. You know, we were sort of walking on eggshells with Zion Tracy like, after he ran the 4-3 or whatever it was for Penn State because you're just kind of waiting for Georgia to swoop in like they did with the receiver um, earlier in the in the cycle. So, yeah, it it's – I would say more than a coincidence, but like, it's not surprising. Like you're going out to scout D one guys. Like that's uh there's, there's a certain group in the tier and Penn state does a really good job of identifying talent. So it's not a surprise that other schools come in after them. Let's uh, but, get a little bit more on. Uh, do you have something else, Ryan? Well, one, the only thing I was going to say is Caleb Odom's go look at his basketball highlights. That's a big part of this too. Uh, he, he's got uh, Charles has been tweeting him out the last couple of weeks, man. Uh, he's got some freaky dunks, you know, just, just those kind of athletic things that uh, I think have just helped grab, grab the attention. And look, when you're Georgia and Alabama, you're going to shoot the very, very top. And I'm kind of surprised uh, we have Caleb ranked as one of the top guys in the country. I don't know if every other uh, site does, but uh, I, I just think those, those basketball highlights have had a, had a role in that as well. Um, another guy that stood out to me when I put on his film, getting ready for the show, Aiden Lynch, all a six, seven North Jersey. Holy cow. Um, who wants to take Aiden Lynch fits? You, you got something here. On, well, after uh, I interviewed him, and guess you who interviewed offered him, him before Penn state. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was Georgia that came sure. by with his first big offer. So like, you know, some of this stuff works in reverse sometimes, but yeah, he's a, he's a big kid size checked out, which is awesome to see. Um, you know, you, anytime you see those guys that are six, seven or so, you get, you get excited that there's a tackle here, but yeah, he's a, he's a good player. I'm surprised he's kind of stayed under the radar as long as he has, when you take a look at the, the body type and, and the athleticism, or at least the athleticism that shows up on film. Um, so yeah, you, you like what you see there. Penn State got him on campus, uh, surveyed the scene, decided that, you know, that was a, I don't want to say no brainer offer, but that was a, a, a pretty, uh, a pretty easy offer to make. So I think there's a lot to like there. Um, and uh, we will continue to see where this goes. Um, I think Ryan's going to tell you the spring evaluation period is going to be important for a lot of these offensive linemen. We have a question um, in the chat uh, about Caleb Pryfrom. It's kind of, kind of in the same boat, like, Go out and see them work out. Go out and see them. Uh, Phil Troutwine is going to be all over the country this uh, this April and May um, during the evaluation period. Go see them work out. Go see if they fit the um, uh, just fit the numbers that you're looking for, hit, fit the intangibles that you're looking for, and go from there. So I think 
good group of offensive linemen this weekend, including Lynch and Pyfram and, and some of these other guys. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be uh, the next step in that journey to figuring out uh, some of these outer region guys, if they can, if they can take that next step. Yeah. Another, I'm just, I'm impressed. And this happens for me as somebody who gets the information as you guys get it. It feels like the offensive line list is growing and it's not necessarily with just guys there. There's some real talent here with the guy who, you know, in, in, in Lynch, that's, looks like that as a junior so um what's the north jersey phil troutwine connection worth here uh ryan any any sense on that um i, I look he well let's let's clarify one thing i mean khalil ahmad's the one who kickstarted most of this so let's give okay. khalil's credit for kind of getting i mean georgia the real thing i guess i say is georgia really kickstarted all this because before georgia uh, he had UMass, Connecticut, and Temple. Like, great schools. Don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd take a, a Temple offer tomorrow if they wanted to give it to me. But the the jump between those three, and they had a bunch of IVs too and some FCS, but the jump between those three and Georgia is what grabbed everybody's attention here. Uh, of course, Penn State does a great job. They notice it. They get him on campus right away. Khalil really kick-started that and got this visit going. From my understanding, I don't really think Aiden knew Troutwine. Maybe had one conversation with him before this weekend. So spoke highly of Trout. Uh, there is that North Jersey connection. You know, he spoke really highly of uh, his Florida background, national championships, NFL, now coaching. There's a lot of experience there. Spoke really highly of just how detailed he is. You know, we always get the the technician uh, phrase out there from all these recruits about uh, about Trout. So uh, from that perspective, I, I, it should only help. I, I, I mean, I wrote a, I just wrote a story on Aiden this morning, just went up. I mean, the, the quote I shared online is, uh, you know, I truly love the school, you know, what the coaches have done there and now getting to know them. You know, I plan on making uh, it a priority to get back. So I would I would fully expect him to be back maybe for the spring game or definitely later in the year. But again, the, as Sean said, the spring evaluation period, especially for these big offensive linemen who you can get something out of film, but man, really seeing them up close, watching those yeah. workouts uh, late April, May, that's when we're really going to figure out this board. You know, we know Kevin Haywood's up there. We know uh, you got what? You got Gerby Lambert. You got the Armstrong twins. Uh, who am I missing, Sean? I'm, uh, Liam Andrews, of course. You, you got a handful of guys in that absolute top tier. Those guys are takes. And then I feel like we have, I don't know, another half dozen to 10 or so guys that I think there's a good chance a couple of them or one or two of them will end up in this class. But until Trout's able to really go out there and watch them up close, it's just hard for me to say, yeah, this guy needs to be up in that top tier now. Uh, it'll be fun to watch, and I think you can watch with optimism based on uh, prior experience with Phil Troutwine. So, again, another reason to check into the BWI recruiting show each Monday at 10 a.m. Uh, Ronald checking in from Florida. He wants to say hi. Good morning to the guys from Tampa, Florida. Love that. It is uh, 6.38 West Coast time, which I know we have some West Coast viewers. Uh, hopefully you're checking this out on replay. But if you're here live right now, please do me a favor. Like the video. It always helps us with uh, with everything on YouTube. So we got a, a good crowd today. Please like the video. You got to work on your time zones there, uh, T. Frank. It's 738 on the West Coast right oh, now. It's just three hours. And it's also, I also wanted to note to uh, Ronald from Tampa, it's 34 <laughs> degrees in State College right now. So <laughs> enjoy that. So thanks thanks for that. Live math, you know, not uh, not a strength of mine. Let's get to, we, we talked about him a little bit earlier, uh, Cameron Jones. Ryan, uh, you like this guy from what you were saying. Yeah, just I mean, it just looks like a Big Ten back, uh, right? I, I, 
look, do I know a ton about Cameron Jones? Did I really know a ton about Cameron Jones coming this weekend? No, I don't want to go that far. I guess just what I would say is from the feedback Sean and I have received so far, this is one of those guys who steps on campus, uh, checks in around six foot, six one ish frame, 240. And really, just from a physical perspective, from a relationship perspective, you know, they thought they just, he really meshed well with them, things like that. So I just think he was kind of one of the guys when we were, when we were asking around last night about different players who stood out this weekend. Cam was just kind of one of those guys that uh, we, we heard once or twice. But uh, Arizona State, Louisville, Michigan State, Oregon, Texas AM, he's got a ton of offers. I think that maybe the big takeaway. And Sean, I think you'd agree with this. Is just they keep expanding that running back board. Uh, obviously, you know they, they've had such great success with running back here in recent years. Uh, I still have Jordan Lyle and a few other guys uh, at that top of that board, uh, but I'll be really curious to see if this relationship progresses to the point where maybe he'll make it back here. But just a, just a guy that they they spoke really highly of. And uh, whenever you can get two hundred and forty pound backs uh, for the Big Ten, while that's not you know exactly how things work anymore. Uh, there, there's there's use for them still uh, at this in this conference. Yeah, I think a couple things here. Number one, if you're coming from California, you're probably going to get an offer. Like if you made the effort to get here, yeah. you're probably going to walk away with an offer. If you're in this realm where you've got, you know, you've got other Big Ten D1, you know, uh, offers, like you're probably going to walk away with an offer. So whatever. Number two, I'm watching this film last week. I'm like, yeah, he's like 220, like 215. He looks like a he looks like a Big Ten back prospect, and then he gets here and he's 240, and he's pretty well put together so it's like wow okay and then i see that michigan state offer and i'm like oh that makes sense you know that yeah. that, that seems like a michigan state type back so uh, a lot to like about cameron jones um yeah I'm, I'm curious to see which way the the running back board goes you mentioned him quentin martin is of course there peyton lewis in virginia um there's a bunch of guys i mean jay Wan sider's board for 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 one position is relatively larger than pretty much every other board um, out there. So uh, Penn State's gonna gonna filter that stuff down. We'll see who takes officials, and that's kind of how you figure out who the guys are. Um, you know, for for Jay Sider. So um, Cameron Jones is a lot. There's a lot to like there, but yeah, there's a there's a bunch of those California kids walking away with offers this weekend because they made the effort to get here. Uh, another guy on another board that has uh, expansive from what I've learned from you guys is the cornerback board with Terry Smith, Jalen Todd also getting a uh, an offer this weekend six one. So uh, Ryan, what do you know about Jalen Todd? Not a ton, John. You yeah. want to talk about? Him? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even know he was on campus until uh, he tweets out an offer. So I think we do a pretty good job tracking everybody down. Uh, but yeah, that was actually one that I did not know uh, coming into the weekend. So. Uh, I would think in a week from now, I can give you a much better answer. I know he's a three-star player. You know, he has those quality Michigan offers uh, from, you know, Michigan, Michigan State and those schools. But uh, Sean probably knows a little bit. I mean, I think, Sean, you were kind of uh, researching him, I thought, a little bit more Friday just in our text messages. Yeah, yeah, he was he was here Friday, but they, they played a seven-on-seven tournament, I believe, in Jersey uh, over the weekend. So, you know, what happens with those guys? They'll get on the bus and they'll run across 80 and then all of a sudden just stop at, in, 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 at Penn State. So a couple of those guys from the group walked away with an offer. Um, you know, get them on campus, check them out. Um, you know, Jalen Todd, I, you know, I think it's pretty pretty early to see, see where he stays on the board. But, yeah, as you mentioned, quality offers, um, got some size, got he's got a lot of to like there. So I saw some clips over the weekend, seven-on-seven. Seven, he did a really good job. So I'm kind of right there in that boat with you that I don't know a ton about him. Like, that's the funny thing. When they come in on Friday, and, you know, we we knew there was some guys here. Rico Scott was here on Friday. Grimsley came up and, and things like that. So we know that there's guys here. You bring a busload in. It's kind of in a separate, uh, in, a, in a separate category. So not a ton on Jalen Todd, but a uh, good player. Good player. 
And I'll handle this last one for us, uh, Davion Taylor. What things that I know about you guys, class 2026, good to know. Also, he is an in-state prospect, so getting an offer early like this, probably a good sign that he is a uh, going to be a guy they're watching very closely over the next several seasons. If you're a young guy, in-state from Pittsburgh, getting an offer from Penn State this weekend. Any uh, kind of rounding out thoughts on that with Davion Taylor? Yeah, I mean, if it's a 2026 guy, you look back uh, to last year, and you know this is probably a guy that you wait to get into camp to to offer. And if you don't, that means you think really highly of him before that. So I uh, wouldn't be shocked if he if he pops up uh, on campus this summer to work with the staff at, at camp, test for him, all that kind of stuff. But like looking at him early, I mean, this is a guy that you want to get into and think if you think can play at this level, then you get in there early. So. Um, it's 2026 offer. A lot can change between now and then, but like the fact that they offered him now instead of waiting to get him on campus for camp, um, that tells me, uh, like Deshaun Burnett last year is the name I was looking for a little bit ago. They waited to get him on camp as a 2025 prospect, then they offered him. So, you know, using that logic, you know, Davion Taylor might just be a little bit ahead of that. So we will see. Again, long way to go until 2026. Also got a 2027 offer this weekend. Uh, TK Cunningham, of course, the younger brother of TA Cunningham. Uh, definitely will keep that one straight, I'm sure. Uh, getting him on campus. Uh, I, it, the, it, everything I just said about 2026, add a year to it and just go from there. Uh, from TK Cunningham to TF Carr, that's all I've got uh, for today's live <laughs> show. I'm Thomas Frank Carr. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Thanks to everybody who stopped by. We've got a great crowd today. Make sure you tell your friends 10 a.m. Monday, Wednesday is our plan going forward for spring. Uh, subscribe to Blue White Illustrated here on YouTube. Any final thoughts, Ryan uh, Fitz? Anything you got while from the weekend while we're heading out? Something you want people to pay attention to coming up on the site uh, maybe this week? Uh, no, just check it, check out our notes from yesterday. There's a lot going on there. I will say there's a question in the chat from Ben uh, about an offensive lineman named Gerby. Uh, Gerby Lambert is, the I believe, the number two offensive tackle in the country from Massachusetts. Um, he's a guy that's top target for ben, or for Penn State, top target for a lot of guys. Notre Dame, I know, is involved. It's a Haitian name. You know, he comes from the, 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 the area of Brockton up there. A lot of Haitian background there. Um, so Gerby Lambert. A mystery um, because he really hasn't visited anywhere. He really doesn't talk about it. Ryan, I know you've got a fact about his phone that you keep throwing out every time we talk about him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's a he's a big time target. He's just very very quiet. Yeah, he should be he should be here soon though. Uh, the, the consistent talk is that he will visit Penn State at some point uh, here this spring. So it's G U E R B Y by the way, if you want to research him, Ben, but uh, no, I mean, I think we hit on most of the key points. There were some commitments back. Uh, Mason Robinson's up uh, almost 10 pounds now uh, looking pretty good. There was some good feedback on just Mason Robinson's development. You know how he's looked here uh, the coming days. You did mention Rico Scott was here. I do want to make sure that we mentioned uh, that Rico made it back on Friday. Bishop McDevitt guy, Harrisburg. Uh, I don't think he's like some of the other Harrisburg guys where we could, pencil him in uh two years out uh he's you know visited a bunch of southern schools and things like that but he's certainly going to be someone the staff keeps pushing here moving forward next week i will do a much better job of asking each of you specific questions instead of just the group how you want to respond we'll do better with that next week i'm thomas frank carr uh subscribe bluewhiteillustrated.com ten dollars for four months of access so you can skip the line get into the information and get mainlining penn state recruiting info we will talk to you next week lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.